This is the Leap to Freedom Show, and I am your host, Maria Condi. Hello and welcome to the show, everyone. This week, we are talking all about growth in your business leading towards impact. And I have two guests with me today, not just one, but I have two. They are both amazing in their own right. They've come together from opposite sides of the country to work together to grow a business. We have Abigail Ahude, and she is the a creative visionary, entrepreneur, wife, mother of three young daughters, and another one on the way. And she empowers individuals and teams to achieve their social purpose. She is the co-leader of Imagine Pod and leads with the belief that agency level marketing and strategy expertise usually only is usually only available to large organizations. And she believes that should be accessible to all, which it should be. And Adriana Dakin, she is a digital marketing and communication strategist and mother of two children. She is the uh, co-leader of Imagine Pot also, and she propels so- social purpose campaigns with strategic planning, relationship building, and full funnel marketing. She believes in the value of diversity and collaboration and has an MPP degree from Harvard University. So excited to have both of them on the show with me today. Let's begin. Welcome to the show, everyone. This week, I am so excited because like I said, I have two guests with me. I have Abigail and I have Adriana, and they are amazing entrepreneurs, both moms, both leading purpose-led lives and businesses. So today is, like I said, it's all about um, creating that growth path towards impact. And they are leading the way when it comes to helping businesses have impact. So I'd like to welcome both of you to the show. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. And let's just begin a little bit with your journey of how you got to first, how you, um, you can each say your own journey into your entrepreneurship and then how you got together as a team, because it's pretty cool how you uh, work together. Yeah, well, Adriana and I have actually been working together for, I think, 10 plus years. We both started working together at a marketing agency. She had been there for a few years prior to me joining as an intern and was senior. And she and I really worked very closely together for seven years at that marketing agency. And um, we worked with um, really big nationally recognized and some internationally recognized nonprofits and foundations. So we already had been coming from a social impact background in that way. And we're working in the marketing realm. And I think that was unique in its own way. Mm-hmm. So we weren't working in the for-profit space typically. And if we did ever work with businesses, they were help, they were asking us to help them with their social causes, oh, with it. their corporate responsibility types of work. So we already came from that background of, I think you could say, you know, social mission, social purpose types of driven campaigns. And we really were diving into the nitty gritty of them thinking about how to audit their camp, their, um, the work that those nonprofits were doing, understanding what was working, what wasn't new trends, up and coming technology, then re-strategizing with them all the way into creating new content for their campaigns, um, their visuals, their messaging, all of that. So we had a background at that for 
over seven years hand in hand together. Wow. And then at, you know, a time in the world when you would think most people would want to just stay put and evaluate how things are going to fall before they jump into a new business. <laughs> we decided, Hey, it's a pandemic and we have no idea really what's going to happen in the world. And there's a lot of uncertainty and we're trying to raise kids. So I think probably now is a great time for us to jump ship from our agency background and start something new together. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And a lot of my audience are people that are making that shift out of that nine to five into doing something purpose-led as an entrepreneur. And there's, you know, we, they talk about that as a huge, what the great resignation or whatever it is, they label it as right. that so many people are doing that and more people want to lean into that purpose-led side of things. So thank you. And yourself, Adriana. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like my dad actually gave me my career to a degree and so many different mentors, but he was a publisher um, getting written pieces out of the Soviet Union from dissidents and publishing. He was wow. a, like, at the end of a friendly line of tourists and ambassadors getting news out and publishing it. So he thought he could never go there, but then ended up um, helping to found a communications company there and, and um, doing satellite downlinks between the countries so citizens could talk at the end of the Cold War. And so he, he would involve me in projects and tell me I was um, worth a lot of, you know, I shouldn't, I should earn well. And if I said, no, I'll do this for free. He said, no, you're doing great work. I should pay you. Um, Love that. That's so great got, parenting. <laughs> yes. So I got to work on things that really were really meaningful to me, like creating databases for causes and um, newsletters and directories and, pub, you know, publishing things and editing and get, getting paid per mistake. So now when I go places, it's uh, I have to try not to find mistakes sometimes because I'm <laughs> trained to. But then um, I also, besides a brief stint in an, in an investment company after college, all my work has been purpose-led, like an internship mm. in Kazakhstan um, with environmental organizations and then um, in foundations and nonprofits in San Francisco. And I went to the Kennedy School of Government um, for my master's in public policy. So I got to be surrounded by people from around the world, just really studying how to make a bigger impact, what, whatever sector they're in. Um, and then, it. yeah, had a great, great um, long-term, uh, you know, work becoming a senior VP at, uh, at Fission Strategy, which became Do Big Things. So we got to work in, you know, movement after movement and big organization after a big one um, and small ones. It was just like, the perfect training for to be yeah. able to found our own company right Love at the right it. moment. Love it. And you started right at the start of the pandemic. Is that what you did? Yeah, it was March yeah. 20. It was March 2020. March, right start. We had yeah. shelter in place. Um, we'd already had some conversations about wanting to keep going with something um, and loving having work together. And so we said, let's do this. And we put in, we put in a proposal to Equal Justice USA to do a, a pilot campaign with them on repealing the death penalty in wow. two states by 2022. Wow. And so then we began a six month journey with them, creating a pilot campaign and building their list in just like six weeks, we brought in 4,000 leads because of an innovative uh, tactic that we use that we'll talk more about. And then we worked immediately also, one of the first projects we worked on was the 2020 census. So okay, we got yeah. involved in some big things right from the start. Love it. Love yeah. it. Just jumping right in. That's, per that's amazing. Yeah. And you both have children at home. And I know during the pandemic, I mean, we had to do a lot of homeschooling, right? 
So you're able to build. And, you know, I'm saying this mostly because there's a lot of listeners out there that might not think that, well, I can't do that because I have children or, you know, but, you know, we're resilient women. <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we can do lots. And actually I find I'm a single mom and I find um, that has helped me so much to be able to do lots and juggle a lot of things. And, you know, people say, well, how do you do it? It's like, I don't know. I just do it because you have to, right. <laughs> but how has that been for, you know, managing that, you know, building a business and being a mom and homeschooling and, and I mean, both of you have eight children that are different ages, obviously. Abigail years are a bit younger and Adriana years are a bit older, but still at home and having to deal with them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I personally think that, and that this is probably one of my biggest lessons over the past couple of years is that partnership is really a gift and it can be a superpower mm-hmm. if you know how to partner with the right person. Yeah. And it is something that I feel like kind of naturally comes together. I mean, Adriana and I, before we decided officially, let's try to send some proposals for projects together. We were just meeting regularly to talk about what is it we think we really want to do and be even just as individuals so we could support each other and hold each other accountable. So we wanted partnership. And I think that was like our key desires. Like, let's just partner somehow to help each other get to a different place where we want to be. And we didn't know that it would end up being, okay, we're going to actually build a brand together, but we were all about partnership and just trying our best to help each other. So I think that is really, really key. And it doesn't matter really who you are, if you have kids or whatever you're juggling, I think partnership in some ways can be really underrated because you cannot do everything, you know, we had that discussion beforehand about that superwoman, superwoman syndrome person. And I put myself in that bucket because I would not allow people to help me for a very, very long time. And Mm -hmm. I can do it. I can do it all on my own. And I, you know, but it doesn't serve you and you don't get there. It's, it's a much harder path. It's so much easier and funner when you have a partner to do that with. And it's great that you, you seem to be paired very well together, which is, is lovely, which helps a lot. And collaboration is so much more important now, I think, than it was even five, 10 years ago. And you see more and more of it now. And it's, it's very, very powerful. Yeah. And I, I, I felt like life stages, you know, we all go through different cycles in our lives and sometimes Abigail needs to come up with her brilliant ideas at like midnight while taking care of a baby. But the ideas then are also amazing. You know, it doesn't have to be just a standard work partnership between nine and five when you're at your computer. Ideas can happen anywhere. And if you know, if you know where your best ideas can happen, that also helps like for me, it might be like hiking up in the hills actually, and not being at the computer and then writing a note down in my, in my phone or somewhere, or just keeping it in mind. Um, and then having a partnership with my husband, like he took my kids Mm -hmm. to school today so that I could be here. Um, and then we have two grandmothers in town and aunts and uncles who are amazing. So it definitely can take a village in order to, um, be able to have enough focused time. And I'm amazed by the men and women who might do it more alone, but I'm so grateful to have so much partnership in my life. Absolutely. And I love that that community is so, so important. I lived in Vancouver for 30 plus years. And at March 1st, 
of the start of the pandemic, I moved back to Winnipeg. I didn't know the pandemic was happening when I started that transition, but I moved back to my hometown where I was born because my family and my support system, all my friends are here. And for me to grow my business as a single mom, I need to have a wider, deeper support system to help me get there. Yes. And that move right then. Yeah. And it's, you know, sadly, I haven't seen most of them. I've talked to them lots and, but I haven't been able to see them. Um, But I also, you know, I run a community uh, for women entrepreneurs starting out their businesses called Be Confident, Wealthy and Empowered. And that, you know, the people in there, some of them have started their businesses, some haven't. Everyone's sort of on a different part of their journey. And, but they won't give it up for anything because it's just like community for them. And they just, they look forward to it. And I, I was, you know, the weeks we have like an extra day or extra week in that month, like on a Monday, like, you know, we, we meet every Monday, we have four set agendas a month, but on that fifth one, we didn't have anything. So I was just going to give us a implementation week. And they're like, no, I need to, <laughs> we need to connect. And it's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> even if we just come on to just be in circle together. Yeah. They just wanted that community space and the accountability every single week. And, and that wasn't my intention when I built it, but it's grown into that because people really need community right now. Yeah. Right after and, this, in about 20 minutes, we have our weekly office hours with our coaching students. Yeah. And it's amazing always every single yeah, time with exactly. somebody coming in from South Africa, somebody from France, yeah. somebody from Canada, someone from the US and just loving each other's presence to help each other move forward. Exactly. And people need that now. And like, you know, we said, it's, it's harder. It's hard to build a business to start with, but in today's times, it's even harder when you're isolated and you can't do the normal that you, you know, get out in public and do some of the things that you'd like to do. Um, so I'd like to know a little bit about the clients that you serve now as you come together to build your company. Cause I know you've got some interesting things that you do in your company. So either one of you can lead that. Sure. Well, when we started, we, um, we joined the ask method coaching and we, Mm -hmm. we wanted to develop our business in a new way that was intentional and cutting edge and taking, um, cutting edge business ideas into the social impact, social purpose space. So we created our company with an in up max business model. Um, so to bring people in, we have a lead generating quiz and we run challenges. Like our next one is called spring into growth. And then moving people up. If they're ready for more, we have an intensive, get it done kind of like a boot camp. Once a week, we, it's called spring into action to create a lead generating quiz funnel with all its components, which takes a lot of work. So it, it helps to do it together and to have handholding and guidance. And we'll have, so we'll have like a training session and then also an implementation session every week and get it done in about four or five weeks. And then at our max level, we have our coaching program for people who want to be involved throughout the year and one-to-one consulting. So there are some organizations that want more help doing, getting things done or um, are ready for like custom, a custom process with creating a lead generating funnel, like we're doing with North Star Fund, which is a New York City um, foundation uh, raising money for grassroots organizing for racial, gender, and economic justice. 
So we're in the midst of where we've actually already, they've created a quiz funnel with our help. And now we're moving on to creating an email welcome sequence and the downloadable reports that people get to help with deliverability and people um, really want, you know, wanting the results. They're the results that North Star Fund will be really useful for them and practical, helping them solve a problem, like how to give money in a more meaningful way that makes a difference for grassroots organizing so that New York City can be a better and more just place. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And and quizzes, you know, we we look at when you look at the, that sort of that quiz thing, that whole piece of it, most people attach that to sort of just that online entrepreneur that's trying to do something in the online. But you're using it with, you know, major organizations to do some really yeah. incredible things as opposed to what we kind of see the Facebook cheesy kind of quiz stuff that happens these days, right. you know, <laughs> where you're using it in, in a completely different intent, which is really, really nice to see. Yeah. One of our first ones was with Equal Justice USA on death penalty repeal, but we did not come out of the gate saying, what's your opinion on death penalty? Yeah. Death penalty. yeah. It was, what's your role in history? And then the through the questions, um, it guided people and helped sort people and went into what their point of view is in the world about this. And then based on that logic, what they could, what they could think about um, repealing the death penalty, like for example, innocent people are killed. Um, so, and then others have been about um, bringing more creative or content creators to a nonprofit in New York City um, that needed to make a pivot during at the beginning of the pandemic to have courses offered to people around the country, not just in Manhattan anymore, so that they could teach people skills that would help them with their careers for video creation and documentaries and podcasting. Um, and then we have a quiz running for ability path in the Silicon Valley to bring people in who could become potential, who could become donors to empower oh. people with special needs to achieve their full potential in their communities and schools and workplaces. Um, so it's been really exciting. And we had one it. about the 2020 census because a lot of people don't know that um, it actually brings money to communities and to preschools, um, ah. to counties, the more, the more census completions there are in a county. So it's a little bit of education component to it, not just a marketing moment sort of thing. It's actually very, very purpose driven. Yeah, and definitely. You yeah. start with a bite-sized ad or email about it and that with a link to go to the quiz. And then there's yeah. a landing page in the first question and you keep the first question really easy. And then you go through a series of like seven to 12 questions that get into more depth. And based on how people respond, um, they're, then they are categorized into what their result is. Yeah. And then the result goes into depth and then the downloadable into more depth. And then yeah. you can follow up based on their particular interests. So with segmented leads, you can, you know, each per, each person is tagged with what their interest area is yeah. resulting from the quiz. So then you can message them in different ways and be more useful to them, not just yeah, totally. sending out blanket e-newsletters um, about everything to everyone. Yeah. And I've done that because I have in my world. I have people that are sort of at different stages and have different challenges because I work with confidence and I work with wealth and I work with sort of strategy and business. So everyone's sort of at a different space and, and it made it, it, it is kind of hard to go at people to people with all those things, but in the quiz, I can actually break them down. I have built my quiz partway. I'm not quite there right. to launch. It's actually there, but I, I've wanted to put more intention to it, you know, and I look at it yeah. and 
and seeing if it's going in the directions I want. Cause I have changed my business model quite a bit over the last year. So it's, um, it's yeah. always been intentional with it. And I think we should be intentional with everything we do because the world is bombarded with so much media and marketing and stuff on a daily basis. And even my newsletter this year, I tried to be a lot more intentional. I kept it nice and short and sweet. And it's, I'm not following sort of standard protocols and stuff, but it's like, but I'm getting responses back from people more than I ever have. My open rates Amazing. doubled, you know? And so it's like, okay, it's working. <laughs> Just go with it. And yeah, it's so important to keep it iter- keep iterating. And it's great to see your progress. And you were important to us, like being in communities such as thrive with Amy Porterfield. I think that's how yeah. I met you. I yeah. put out a question for what's your favorite um, digital platform for offering yes. courses. Yeah. And you, people responded, you had a great response and offered to do a demo. So I did it with you. And it's been, you know, life changing being able to launch our courses on a platform yeah. that's easy for which you gave me a head start tutorial. And I just I loved the friendliness and, um, you know, it's, it was like, it was a great filter for being able to move into a platform that we could just then focus yeah. on and build out. And it's so important to build com- uh, connection now versus just, you need to build relationships with people. It's not just about spamming people. And, you know, we do, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of prediction stuff for going forward when it comes to marketing and they, you know, I do see that shift happening where people are going to have to start being a little more authentic and a little bit more real about what they're the intention of what they're doing, right? Now we're going to go into a little bit of another question piece in a second, but what is one really great message you could leave your, leave the listeners, I can't speak all of a sudden, listeners with today that is really important about growing businesses. What's really important in your views? I really believe that it can be, and I hate to say this and sound super cliche, but it really is a journey. And so the way that I look at this now is, I'm going to have moments where I feel very much like, oh, like we're trying something over and over and maybe it's not working or there's, you know, not always um, a very tangible or immediate return on what feels like tons of work. (laughs) But I do think that everything we do really sows seeds. So even if you don't immediately see something, you're actually really putting yourself in a great position to reap a harvest, whether it's from learning or collaboration or whatever it is that you're doing, if you, if you choose not to give up. And so I feel like, you know, if you can partner with the right people and have community and be comfortable with knowing that you're human and you can't do everything and it's not going to be perfect, but you just try and then know that it's a process and you just need to keep moving forward And instead of maybe having your immediate results be your determination of success, and instead just knowing that I'm still making progress and I'm still working at it. So if I don't give up, I know that I'm going to reach a destination that's close to my vision. I think if you just let your vision be the ultimate thing you're working towards and don't get, you know, set aside by any other emotions or feelings. And I think you will be in a really good position to being able to achieve what you want to do. That is so important that because there's so many people that are immediate gratification people. And I see it. They put out one email, they put out one post and wonder why no one's listening to them, but it takes consistency and you have to have perseverance and you have to not be, not let that bother you when you don't get the response that you might. It takes reiterations. And I've, 
you know, if you, in my coaching world, you know, I, one of my favorite words is imperfect action and trying things out and being willing to experiment and being okay if it doesn't work and trying again, or, you know, repivoting and just, that's what entrepreneurship is. It is a journey. Totally. And you have to have lots of patience, lots of patience. We feel like we've been building our plane while flying it. Yes. So we are (laughs) totally, (laughs) we got got enough wings on to go, but then we needed to keep going with our consult, our one-to-one consulting projects. That's the agency world that we had come out of. So we knew, we knew one-to-one consulting, you know, in our sleep, but we also wanted to create productize our uh, productize our work and create a group coaching program. And these special course products. So we had to create those while consulting and it can feel like a bit of a hustle, but I highly recommend that um, because it's hard to just pivot and do something new. I think it's often, you often need to keep doing what you know how to do and what you have a reputation in. And then while you're building that other thing. So, um, and then finding somebody you can partner with or team up with that has been really key. I could not have created this without Abigail being there. And, um, so even when there, you know, if one of us has a, a week where we really need to do something else or we're sick or we need to um, take some time off, that's okay. Cause we're in it for the long haul together. Yeah. And we, um, you know, whenever we can, we're there to catch the ball and then also teaming up with a staff, more established agencies and organizations has been yeah. really key for us to bring us projects because they're out there in the world speaking at conferences. Um, for us as mompreneurs, we do, we've done um, some high level interviews. We've spoken at some conferences, but we also are juggling many things being moms and doing consulting and running our coaching program. And, you know, I also help take care of um, help, help run a place with thousands of acres of forest. And in California, that's a big deal right now with a lot of climate change happening. We have to do a lot of forest work. So I've been working on bringing in grants and having teams out there clearing out things along the forest so it's safer. So anyway, we all have lots going on. So teaming up is great. And then the last thing I recommend is productizing and standardizing what you offer. So you can still offer a custom version like we're doing for the North Star Funds team. But if you're delivering a product, um, it's something you can keep improving as you go and building off what you've already created. So you're not starting from scratch each time. Yeah. And a lot of, that's a really good point because a lot of people, um, I end up with a lot of perfectionists in my world and they won't put something out there until they think it's perfect, but you got to put it out there, test it, see if it works, refine it, put the next version out and then just keep going on that and building on it and versus waiting for that perfect moment of everything. Right. So, and systematizing things is so important because or else you, I mean, then you're, if you don't, your life is 24 seven, your business, if you don't start doing things like that. So, Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. This has been amazing chatting with you. I do have a couple more questions for you. Great. We don't want this to end. I know. <laughs> and I, I love doing these. I obviously, I always ask about the books because that's what we do because I, everyone in my world seems to like books, but we had a discussion about this beforehand and it, you know, it does not have to be the latest business book. It can be whatever in your world is going on or not. <laughs> And uh, Abigail, you were, I got three kids, so I'm reading children's books right now, right? So I'll let you guys take that over for, you know, the books we read these days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of children's books. And because I homeschool in partnership with a French tutor and my mom, 
we're really always looking at curriculum, curriculum yeah. reviews. And I spend, I'm, I really do enjoy it. Like I love this part of my life. So I'm reading on those things right now about children's literature and other things. Um, but I think also, you know, right now I'm in a space where, you know, I'm human. So I focus a lot on my work and I read articles and things that pertain to that. And then I really am just in motherhood. And I think yeah, as I transition good, into newer seasons, as my kids are more independent and they're reading their own books, <laughs> then I'll have time for, you know, other interests and things like that. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful. And being present for your kids is really important though. And, and it's, it's my about, priority. I it's love about it. balancing everything, right. The best you can. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Adriana. Yeah. So what's been important for me, I do have books, but I've been also loving live learning in coach in a coaching, mm. in a business coaching program. I like to hear it from people while having yeah. work materials to go with it and a community to do it together with. So there are hundreds of us working towards the same thing, but yeah. also then we've also formed a smaller mastermind. It's, you know, just self-formed on our own and we're all involved in different things. We do, we, we read different things. So then we cross pollinate and give each other tips. I love it. And it's so it's such caring people who want each of us to advance and be successful in, you know, of the 10 of us who are really active in the mastermind. Um, so in my free time, I really love reading lighter things while still things that are well-crafted, like historic fiction, such as the Maisie Dobbs series set in um, London between the world wars and novels like those recommended in Reese, Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine book club. They're really good. And they're about oh, kind and great. Yeah, they're about kind and brave people overcoming huge obstacles. So they're inspiring. Love it. Um, but love I it. love, there are certain books I love just keeping on my shelf because they're old friends like Coach Dave Ellis's Creating Your Future and The Right Brain Business Plan because I like being both, Ooh. I like being strategic and organized and really like hierarchical with organizing information. But this helps you get more creative with how you do it. Oh, I'm going to have to check that one out because. Yeah, my, all my, I love books, right. But yeah, business planning is a really big thing. And, and coming from a corporate background, I'm a CPA. So my business plans are like hardcore finance, right. <laughs> but it's not for everybody. And even myself, you know, to do my own business, plan, I don't like it so much, but that kind yeah. of world appeals to me. Right. So this has been amazing. Um, I've loved every moment of this. I wish we could talk forever, but you know, I have, you know, we all have to get on with our days. <laughs> and one last question, where can everyone find you? What's the easiest one? All your information will be put into the um, show notes, but online here or on audio, I should say, what is the easiest way to reach out to you? Um, yeah, the best way is for people to visit imaginepod.com. Okay. And once you land there, we actually have our quiz. That's all about Perfect. organizational growth. That's at the top. So people could take that. And that's a great um, segue into working with us and learning more about what we do. Perfect. That is great. So thank you both so much for joining me today. It has been an absolute pleasure and we will speak soon. Have a great thank day. You, everyone. Thank you so much.